Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of all our favorite fictional universes. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. <laughs> and today we're talking about Sp- Spider <laughs> Spider Man across the Spider Verse, <laughs> the Boz movie. Um, today we're also joined by uh, I was gonna say the late great. <laughs> Yeah, sadly she passed. Yes, baby's <laughs> here, everybody. My, my girlfriend is joining us. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> the late, Damn. great Adam's girlfriend me. is how yeah. I should have introduced that. <laughs> uh, real John Wick shit where I'm just watching the video. You know, like in Community when they yeah. do the Annie. <laughs> You're listening to this podcast. Like that's back before I stopped loving you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The B-roll for <laughs> she go missing or die. Yeah. Fuck me, dude. How much I would die if in a movie instead of watching like home videos or whatever, or just the they pop in a podcast shit, yeah. that they recorded together. Um, but um, yeah, we're spoilers. T- <laughs> we're gonna spoil yeah. the shit out hey, of this movie. We're talking about Spider Man. Spoilers. Um, if you want a spoiler-free um review, this movie yeah, fucking tur- ruled. Turn, turn your phone off. It good. Yeah. It's good. Now yeah. leave and go watch this movie, and then yeah, come leave, back. Yeah. Come, it's good you already downloaded this episode to get this far. <laughs> Delete it. Re-download it when you come back, yeah. so that we get double the download. No, that's yeah. good for our metrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great for <laughs> us. <laughs> Uh, uh but anyways um let's, let's start our free circle here how'd you yeah. guys like the movie um i love this movie it was fucking awesome oh my god cool. this fucking movie <laughs> this movie from like the minute it starts just immediately just goes so hard yeah. instantly <laughs> it goes hard almost as hard as uh the super mario movie <laughs> <laughs> so um i saw this movie twice uh, yeah. First with you, uh, Andrew, and then once today with uh, Sadie. Yeah. Uh, and the second time we got there slightly too late and missed the opening drum solo from oh. Spider Man, which is a bummer because that, yeah, that is that, really cool. It, it, it fuck it, it's such a cool way where to open the movie. Yeah, I um also watched this movie twice. Um, once during an early screening because i have my special boy benefits from working <laughs> at a movie theater and the second time with uh yeah it was you my sister and my cousin enrique um and we went go watch this movie and um the i we watched it um three days ago four days Something ago like three that, days yeah. ago 
and it has been on my mind constantly <laughs> since we fucking watched it. And let me just say out the gate, and this movie is amazing first time around. It it gets stepped up on the second watch. No, like, yeah. It's... So um, I I can concur with that. It it was great the first time. But the second time around, you start picking up the kind of relative, actually pretty subtle foreshadowing mm-hmm. yeah. and, and set up throughout. And um, you get, um, so th- another thing, this movie looks great. We'll talk about that more. But on the second time around, um, because you've already understood what's going on and everything, you get to appreciate much more of this movie visually, right. too. Uh, but yeah, you were talking about the foreshadowing and whatnot. Yeah, so there's um a lot of cool stuff that happens pretty like right away that because the, and this is a pretty long movie. It doesn't really feel like it, it when you're watching yeah, it, no, but like, it is a pretty long movie. It is a long. Um, movie. so by the time you really get into it, you you you're apt to forget. And I did the first time around, but I caught it. I caught it this time. Um, that the the very like opening scenes of the movie they disrupt a canon event. The helicopter was gonna kill Captain Stacy, and they mm. all prevent it. Yeah, and then it's fine. Uh huh. And oh well. Um. Yeah. Would, we don't get to see the consequences and stuff right away, but um, we, later on in the movie we do get to see that yeah, it's the canon has been changed, which is one thing I'm curious. So I have a couple of very few nitpicks with this movie. Um, and it's more of like a conceptual spider-man thing over quality of this movie thing so i have um, some similar some similar qualms but um but like if that was the case right then um so if that was a canon event and miguel knew it was a canon event um because he knows that police captains die right right i mean I guess it there's a chance it wasn't a canon event because nobody's detectors popped up canon yeah. event happening. But it looks a lot like it. I mean, it might as well be debris yeah. falling as he tries to save a kid. I mean, come on. Um, but uh, yeah, I I wonder why he was so chill about altering that. Right, um, yeah. and and I mean, it could be as simple as in the heat of the moment he just didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Or it could have yeah. been the But were... I mean like after yeah. like sort of and it could be the kind of thing where there were more people down at the bottom than Captain Stacy and one mm-hmm. kid. Yeah, um it, that's just something. Uh we should probably try at least try to talk about this movie chronologically. Um, because we're gonna gush a lot about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just to make sure we get most everything we want to talk about and don't just jump around uh heaps yeah uh, this the beginning of this movie gwen's prologue um to this movie uh is honestly some of my favorite parts of the movie no yeah going going back and remembering like reminiscing on this movie i'm like man i want to see more of like all the gwen stuff right um <laughs> and and they do it's crazy how good it is for how short it is because mm-hmm. it's it's only a few minutes but they retell Gwen, uh, Spider Gwen's whole origin story in a way that is very fast, but still quite impactful. You yeah. still feel the hits when when Peter dies. You still, mm-hmm. and while they're doing that, they're also simultaneously recapping the first movie right. too. So like they're getting a lot done in a very like um, 
efficient manner efficient yeah, yeah. Um, um one thing i also really like that i only caught the second time around is her drum solo is is somewhat of her light motif and it shows mm-hmm. up throughout the film particularly yeah. towards the end of the movie as sort of the medley of everybody's mm-hmm. themes start mixing into this really cool like daniel pemberton the 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 composer and the music guy on this movie fucking incredible oh yeah no he did the first movie as well and it's so good every everybody who's got like a motif or any kind of music um associated to them that it's all good like immediately uh when spider-man 2099 shows up Oh, his theme is so uh, and cool. His theme, it's it's clearly it's like that, Prowler inspired. Yeah, but it, it it has enough kind of synthy electric sound to mm-hmm. it that it evokes that he's from the future. Yeah, but it also sounds really threatening. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they're right it, pretty early on when it doesn't seem like he's a good guy. Yeah, which <laughs> that shit was that shit was funny that's another thing about this movie i'll go back to my point uh this movie so effortlessly funny like the mcu and superhero marvel movies um the like lately um they're they're funny movies like they make me laugh and everything but like it feels like there's effort put into that comedy well yeah um um, i think we said it in our episode about ant-man and the wasp quantum mania but while that movie wasn't like devoid of humor, it felt like a long SNL skit. And while that yeah. can be funny, it's a different vibe of funny. It doesn't quite mm. feel right, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, but there's a there's a sort of charm to letting the situation guide the comedy right. instead of trying to force mm-hmm. it. And, it and 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 it's like in this movie, it, it's it's very off the cuff. It, it comes, like you said, so effortlessly. Funny. Yeah, which that's what Spider-Man should, it should be. be. Right. Spider-Man should not feel like his lines were written out on a script. Right. Um, um, say like I, a lot of the MCU humor does feel overly written, say. Yeah, you get, I feel like you get a lot of that with Tom Holland where it yeah. feels like it was um, kind of scripted out, but say like Andrew Garfield feels like the much more effortless Spider-Man, like that fucking uh, the chimney bit, the, the funniest thing bit. in the world, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean it's the funniest joke in the movie, but it just <laughs> it seems that bit does seem like it wasn't like it was an improv bit. Um, where, I have no clue if it was, but it feels improv. But it feels so much like that. Um. um and like that sort of um what's the vibe i guess right for like uh, so of a better spider-man term. uh and like that like that essence of the character this movie gets it and it gives it to us in so many different flavors too which right right a lot it, of it the my mind. Are funny but in different ways yeah. yeah well they're all funny in the way of spider-man's form of comedy right like it's very much the spider-man sense of humor but because they're different characters it's that sense of humor in a different lens like um there's a really good scene that um kind of shows that uh where miles talks about atm machine yeah i was just thinking Um, about this yeah Yeah. where machine the m stands for machine so saying atm machine is machine machine for no reason yeah and then um the other spider-man um uh, spider-man india uh yeah uh, um Pavatir, i mm-hmm. think 
Yeah, um, he he was doing a very similar thing. Chai tea, chai, chai tea. means tea. And a lesser movie would have been like, "Hey, you you just like him. You're saying the same thing." <laughs> and the fact that this movie like doesn't even lampshade it or anything, you just as an audience absorb that information. You're like, yeah, all these people are Spider Man. All these people are annoying. Yeah, <laughs> all these people. <laughs> which which kind of. Which kind of makes Miguel stick out a lot more because well, he's so yeah yeah and um I think Peter B Parker makes a comment about this yeah like, all Spider Men are funny why aren't you funny? yeah which um is something I talked about yeah you, we the, talked about this separately I, I love that they kept that element of the twenty nine well I'm glad character. they brought it back because they did yeah. try to make him funny in the end credit stinger for the first movie where mm-hmm. he calls um you know technology I forget what it, the goobers yeah um, and he, he's joking around with his ai and he yeah, does and the he... pointing meme and shit mm-hmm. like that which you know what i wasn't against but i yeah, do but like that I, they it switch makes for a more compelling to... character right. yeah um and yeah sometimes when you see spider-man 2099 pop up and things like um that game edge of time right right uh he's very much more um the classic spider-man but he's just like in the future um right. where um uh, I, I really enjoy with his character when they take that different angle. I think, um, and these characters get compared a lot um, uh, because they're just so similar aesthetically, but I think it's a very similar thing between Batman and Batman Beyond, although it is the reverse. Right, it where, is the flip side of that, yeah, where Batman Beyond um, is funny because he's, he's Spider-Man. I, yeah. Newsflash. Uh, they, Batman Beyond is Batman Spider-Man. Beyond is, hey, what if we took the whole Spider-Man deal but made it Batman in the future? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just just exactly. They specifically yeah, are like, that's what we I, did. I mean, there's almost, there's like homages to Spider-Man, <laughs> but it's just like, oh, so that's that Spider-Man. The, I mean, you guys can't see this behind me, but I have the Amazing Fantasy 15 poster behind me. Um, and they just did that shot with Batman Beyond. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I I I loved um Sp- Spider Man twenty nine. We're immediately not doing what we said we would do, yeah. which is in chronological order. But I do want to hit this point before I forget it. Um, it was a an impressively clever move to make Miguel the foil to miles in in mm-hmm. so many ways because even without retconning or anything they're naturally just pretty different angles on the same idea of a yeah. legacy to spider-man where miles is even younger than spider-man when he was bit and he comes off with this sort of youthful energy he's mm-hmm. funny he got bit by accident and in this it's even more of a cosmic accident yeah. Yeah. Where, whereas uh, Miguel is, you know, a, a grown man by the time he gets spider mm-hmm. powers. He's not bitten destiny-wise by random. He, like, chooses to inject himself with a spider formula to get the power. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was thought we were talking about this earlier, but okay. um, even their names are foils to each other. He's Miles Morales, the um, European-style name first, the Latinx name afterwards. And he's Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. The reverse of that, right. the flip of it. They both have powers that aren't standard to the spider people. Yeah. Uh, I, I think using those two characters specifically, like even if that stuff wasn't all the intention right out the gate of being like, oh, these are reasons we should. Right. Use. Even if it's just a happy yeah. coincidence. It works so it's well. such it, a great. It's, yeah. it's such a great um, 
situation to put both of those characters in. Um, but yeah, back into chronological order. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, best we can. Yeah, as close um, as we're going to get. Yeah, we were talking about visually. Um, I love uh, Gwen's universe in this one. It, I... it is such a, a, a beautiful universe where the whole mm -hmm. background, every bit like water of the color. world is watercolor and it is so reflective of the way these characters are feeling yes i love that so much i love that like the world around them it just would like straight up not matter at all except right. for it's the world between them what right the um, that that shot where he's got his uh captain stacy has his gun drawn on uh spider gwen i'm gonna say spider gwen i know her name is spider woman yeah, spider this, woman but just, there's, there's multiple, a lot of spider people spider going around woman. just for ease of discussion we'll probably miles is spider-man but we'll probably call him miles uh and yeah there's yeah we got it just for the age of ease of ease we could of call him spin that's what um my <laughs> niece's cartoon spidey and his amazing friends call him and i that's, hate it that's a bad name it's a bad um, day yeah but, but uh that scene where where you know the she just reveals her identity to him um and the entire background shifts away from like the the lights and everything and it just becomes the color him in mm -hmm. red and blues and her in this kind of soft pink beautiful he's where he's just the silhouette in a field of red yeah it's so visual and yeah and like each time it's a different background my favorite is probably the one where it's her mask but it's the watercolor yeah um so the water is dripping down like running down um like the the silhouette of her mask and i was like i was watching that i'm like fuck i want that as a poster yeah <laughs> there were so many times in this movie where a scene would change and you're like oh that would be a great wall screen like background no, or... yeah that many times yeah in the movie too. it's it's so it's so many times I mean, there'll just be a shot in the movie there's a lot of talk about and i think it's a youtuber's thing so it's a pretty common phrase but every frame a painting yeah this, this whole movie is yeah. that but the this gwen scenes movie. in gwen's universe particularly literally mm. it's nearly every i mean the the i know there are 3d animated characters on rigs and stuff and typically that bothers my brain mm -hmm. typically when i'm watching something that's 3d animated i can't help but see rig motion and yeah a, yeah yeah a strange movement to them but in this movie there's a scene in that same bit where captain stacy his 3d rig is is just changed to basically be a watercolor painting yeah. you get that highly detailed kind of tableau of his face yeah mm -hmm. beautiful genuinely stunning it's so there were, good there were many there were many points especially in gwen's universe where i was like this looks like wood right. like the painting on wood. yes this, this, this looks really cool it, it looks so physical in her um universe. Right, you can almost see brush strokes it's yeah gorgeous. And i i love all of it especially the color in her universe um it, it's just um it it's the most noticeable uh throughout the movie and like the rest of the movie is great but that's a specific highlight yeah um, oh one thing speaking about color uh and this is not chronological order at all um <laughs> I feel like but, we're gonna be saying uh, this a lot yeah yeah I, so i went and i watched in into the spider-verse uh or afterwards i just had it playing in the background while i was doing other stuff 
when Miles gets bit by the spider, or no, not when he when he first shows up uh, to Spider Man, and his spider sense goes. No, off, I saw this. I saw this on Twitter actually. Yeah. His, it's, it's purple it's and purple green. And green. And, and then, it then it shifts to blue and red. To, which I remember that from before. And I'm like, oh, that's showing him becoming from mile, like miles to Spider-Man. But, but it's no, Prowler it's, it's to... Prowler to Spider-Man because in this movie, it shows that he should have become the Prowler. Been, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, his trajectory was that weird. That was his that's most likely heading. path. Yeah. And like seeing that, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's so good. Like, because like there's the obvious one where in the first movie you catch that the spider glitches and you're like, oh, that spider's from a different universe. So and everything is like, oh, what's that about? Um, but how much actual foreshadowing for this movie um, was in the last movie mm-hmm. is so cool. Like, yeah, that's oh. It shows that this wasn't just a cash grab sequel. Well, not even but, just like well, cash grab. Wasn't, but it wasn't, but it. I agree. It shows that like not only were they they didn't just get a success and were like, all right, how mm-hmm. do we make yeah. a sequel? They were and, playing and retcon it. and stuff like that. No, this was like relatively fully thought out. It didn't yeah, just come out which, of nowhere. There was a we we talked about this too. Um, that the one thing that I feel like I really wish was foreshadowed better was the spot right. uh, in the I, last I, movie. I wish we had seen him in the collider. Yeah. Because I feel like that was an element added later. You probably um, just that was. they didn't have, which hey, even I, though that's the case, it fucking great. works well. Um, I had such a good experience watching this with you after I've already watched it. Um, where when the spot shows up, um, it, like there was parts in it where you were actually laughing, but you started to kind of groan that it was like, okay, so the villain's uh, just a joke. Uh, and then, like, I, I saw that a bit of, like, annoyance in you. I'm like, oh, just just wait till he sees it. Just wait for it. And, and then, like, and then you have, like, a bit of a gasp, like, like a realization when he, it's that part where he's, like, has the shit dropped on him. And he starts crawling at Miles and he, well, like, look drops. Cool. Yeah. yeah. He, like, drops into a portal and then twists out another direction. And it's real fucked up looking. And I hear that, like, because, like, you're, like, enjoying the movie and everything. But, like, you were kind of bummed. It seemed like you were bummed out at the villain of the movie. And you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, was, it was such a good moment for me to be watching. Uh, like, it made me so excited to see your reaction of, like, the stuff that I knew with the spot was coming. Because watching the movie um, with the spots sort of, arc he goes on on not fully character arc because he goes on a bit of a character a arc, arc yeah. uh but, yeah, yeah like a villain arc but yeah from going from like a joke to competent to yeah, yeah. world ender from watching <laughs> when i watched it i was like oh adam's gonna love this dude no, yeah. I, I i adored it man. The, the first scene where he's like i've never robbed a store before i'm sorry I oh i love yeah that was funny so and, much and yeah. like you said i was i was laughing during that. yeah that was the first like really genuine laugh i think you got no the other one was um when the helicopter guy was like, oh, he's yeah, like, oh, I'm the good funny. guy. And he's like, are you sure about that? You don't look yeah. like one. You don't look I, like I will a good say guy. that uh, talking about how you wish yet there was more uh, foreshadowing for the spot. I do, even if it was accidental, uh, helps narratively a little bit because Miles doesn't no, remember. Yeah, so that they made that, you're right, part the of the, 
part like, of the arc where he's like damn you forgot me yeah like who are you which yeah. is uh very funny because that's a basically the exact same arc as uh the shocker not shocker electro uh, in electro um, yeah in amazing, amazing Spider-Man yeah. Too. <laughs> um yeah no i love that i love um yeah i loved him how much fun he was having as a villain at the start and then just how quickly because Fighting Spider-Man would wear you down. Him not shutting the fuck up when you're just trying to improve your life as he's like beating the shit out of you would wear you down. And how quickly it went for the spot for that to happen was so good for me. I I love how the the main motivation for the spot is you think of a fucking joke? I'll show you, motherfucker. I I love that. I love how it's like he had a right to be angry with Spider-Man and everything. And he sort of was at first, but he was like also like, oh, we're nem- you're my nemesis. He- he's having yeah. fun with being a villain. Um, until when like he he's yeah, until he's bullied. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> Spider-Man's a bully. People. Yeah. He's he's Look, a pretty shit guy. I'm not the one to do it, but somebody probably could write a decent paper about how Spider-Man is the because Peter Parker was bullied now that he has power. Yeah, he yeah no, that that's exactly other people. what it is. Well, like, there's um, something to say about, like, um, yes, superheroes save the day and people think that Spider-Man's a hero, but there's always, there's there's also the casualties. Like, we were just watching Homecoming a little while ago and all of the shit he destroys, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I no. pissed off. Yeah, there's a, there's a very funny yeah. world where um one of his later villains is just somebody who's like suburban house he yeah. wrecked we're doing Dude, his Ferris Bueller yeah. run that would be so much better than another fucking Tony Stark employee. yeah no like if I were the spot if I were the dude and the my dude body good my mind man. my life was ruined by spider-man and then he's laughing at me yeah he's fucking with me which is i'd be so upset and miles is like look i'm just trying to keep things light man it's just just i have no face he's like (laughs) my family left me yeah he's like this ain't a fucking laughing matter bitch like this is me this isn't a costume yeah the most the spot is like one of the most relatable villains um, I, I like ever instantly been like, yeah, I get it. I get it. No, that's how I would have, <laughs> I would have been, act. yeah, yeah. I'm like, I would be so excited. I got my power. Like I'm like, once I'm like, okay, I can't do my job or whatever. I'd be like, fuck it. Talk to be a super villain, I guess. Yeah. And then get, I'd go the, and the branching path goes off superhero or villain. Mm-hmm. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, being a superhero isn't going to pay my rent. So, <laughs> and like how he was like having fun in the fight and everything. I'd be so down for that. And then, like, just hearing this little fucking prick. (laughs) This fucking kid just, like, fucking batter you verbally. And I just bet, fuck it, I guess I'm going to kill you. I guess that's how this is going to go down. And that is his arc, and it's it's so cool. And when he gets fucking cool. (laughs) um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, I remember the first time I watched it, I legitimately felt the joy i don't know if i've ever out like felt mm-hmm. elsewhere yeah i was just like this is the coolest fucking guy ever. no yeah yeah like, he's so fucking cool as somebody who teaches 15 year olds <laughs> if if i had a traumatic event happen to me and, and they would just one, wouldn't leave you alone and they go dab on you, dab on you. <laughs> that's what miles should have done he should have been doing Fortnite dances no like literally like i have kids who like do that to me every day sometimes and like if that was just my life 
and like <laughs> I wasn't getting paid for it, I'd be like, I'd be so upset. Yeah, yeah. I'd, it, I'd be like, yeah, it, I guess uh, time ruin to... the multiverse. Yeah. No, like. <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, like no, he's, I, he's I, I get it. And I'd be, I, I understand so much too, because it's like I'm mad. I'm not like, oh, I'm gonna kill everybody. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck up this kid's life. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I'm gonna ruin this one kid's life. And he like, ruined mine. The, the multiverse play. is just a fucking after Brady. effect. Yeah, yeah like, especially he's not when even... you find out that you're the multiverse is literally in the palm of your hand. He doesn't need a band to do it. He doesn't need whatever. He can yeah. just go wherever he, he likes. Yeah, and so uh, like. If you ruin one universe, you can just hop to the next one. He's yeah, yeah. he's Rick and Morty, and and that's not even on his mind. The ruining a universe is not on his mind at all. He has no idea of the consequences he's creating, oh, yeah. like uh, behind him, like the trail of destruction he's leaving. He's just like, I'm gonna kill this kid. I'm gonna kill <laughs> I'm gonna, this kid's dad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin this kid's life. <laughs> and fuck, do Girl, I love fuck that. them kids and fuck you too. And Spite is the is the best villain motivation I can possibly. No, yeah. it's, it's so, so cool. good. It's so it's instantly relatable. relatable. Yeah, oh. like like I understand um, Kingpin's motivation in the first movie. I right. I fully understand him being like, I want my family back. I'll do whatever like, it what, takes. Whatever yeah. it takes to get my family back. But like, I'll never be in a situation like that. I can't. No, oh, yeah. Really relate to that where the spot i'm like yeah no i get it <laughs> no, especially the, the target the target audience is mostly um like teens to young adults and mm-hmm. i don't think a lot of that demographic like has a fully formed like family idea of like you know? my family is yeah. mortal and i could and, lose yeah, yeah what what loss actually means and everything yeah like um, it's a it's a good but they understand spite no yeah <laughs> That's all they know. No, like a lot of kids like understand or kind of like fantasize standing up against someone who bullies them and absolutely beating the shit out of them. I mean, come on. Spite is the only basic human emotion. My four-year-old niece understands spite. Exactly. (laughs) Humans are born with spite. You learn everything else. Uh, that's that's a great <laughs> fucking quote. That should go on your tombstone. <laughs> it should. Um, but uh, back back to chronologically, somewhat. Um, mm-hmm. moving on a little bit further, that fight with Renaissance Vulture. One. Oh, that was oh yeah. Hell. Fucking but cool. um, two. I it, love the fucking whenever he does anything. Oh you yeah. see the fucking little design calculations. I spe- yeah, fucking in the theater, I specifically was yeah. like, that's such a cool effect. Yeah, the, like no. diagrammy. Like that's that was another thing when I was watching it for the first time. I'm like, Adam's gonna love that, and I did. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. so cool. But um, it really and even more so than the first movie where the Spider Men were a little more varied. Um assuaged all my fears of how well how do you make a movie where everybody has the same powers mm-hmm. cool action wise right. where it's yeah. like yeah everybody's slinging web and jumping yeah. uh fears assuaged that was cool as fuck dude yeah. yeah and how like that specifically how competent they were at giving one thing okay one thing i really liked about um far uh no way home is that each one of the three Spider-Men, even without any dialogue, 
felt like a different Spider-Man. Yeah. The way they moved, especially like the highlight of that is Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man because he's just so bodily expressive. But the way Tobey Maguire crawls on a wall versus the way Andrew Garfield or Tom crawls on a wall is different. And I loved that. Yeah. They take that and they put so much care and effort into doing that for every one of the important Spider-Man. Right. Even here. some of the not important um, ones. Yeah, even, even then. But like the way Gwen moves and the way Miles moves is so different, especially to the way like um, Miguel moves. And like each one of them has their own spider personality. And, yeah, just the room movement. Luke, she's, she's got this grace of a ballerina, right? That's almost, why in the first one she wore ballerina shoes. Yeah, which yeah. I, again, you talking about the the three D rigs and how they hurt your brain. It doesn't look like she's no, it, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Um, um, yeah, that's that's one thing with um animated Spider Man that um I really is not I don't like but it's a bit of a bummer that the web swinging is never as fun in the animated movies um because you don't feel that weight and you get it yeah um in the mcu uh Jeez, a good bit too yeah. uh but um with the animated movies you can't really get that same weight as in the live action movies and everything so it's not as fun to just sit there yeah, especially and watch a compared to like... web swing the Raimi Spider-Man swing. Yeah, they literally exactly. dropped cameras between buildings and over streets to get the but, effect right. But this movie makes web swinging fun in a different way um, where each with each one um, having their own movement style and everything, uh, them swinging together is almost like a dance right. as they're like going around. Like even like there's an obvious one where um, it's Gwen and Miles just swinging, like having fun, like chasing each other and stuff. But when it's like the four Spider-Men trying to like get through the um, the like city as it's getting destroyed, um, they they all uh, like each one of them is moving and like getting around in their own right. ways um i absolutely adore the way uh miguel moves in this movie he moves yeah. like a predatory animal like he a big does. cat he, yeah he tears through landscape as he runs mm -hmm. he's practically running on all fours a lot of the time yeah he's he is just so viscerally cool yeah yeah like, like when he uh, is, uh, sorry, not chronological, uh, but like fine, don't he's worry. clawing up the moon elevator right. and Miles is like, yo, dude. Are you sure you're Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's it, like, he's just going full force right, right. himself up. It looks like when jokes that like, oh, what are you, the Blue Panther? He moves like a cat. Yeah. Right. He moves, he moves like, a like a Black Panther yeah. villain. Like it's it's fucked up and it rules <laughs> um but yeah the that's true for really every character who you get mm -hmm. some significant screen time on like even renaissance vulture is interesting to look at and moves in a cool way yeah the way he like vulture is usually very much hover around in a place he could stationary like hold himself but the way he drops and lifts himself back up right. over and over again 
it's it's just so cool. So much of this shit's just so cool. No, yeah, I mean, this is cool. So much of the movie, you just have you. There's no other commentary besides, wow, that's cool. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, no, it rules. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, that and like um, that scene ends off on like such a heavy note um, that like it's it's very quickly. So when this movie opens up, you're like, oh, this is gonna be an emotional movie, and then that that whole scene happens, and you go, oh, this is gonna be a rad movie, and then that scene ends with all the action, and you go. Oh, this movie's gonna be kind of hard to watch. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's what like twenty minutes in yeah. to the film, yeah. and it's yeah. already like, oh, I might cry here. This yeah. is really sad. This, this hurts me inside. <laughs> no, yeah, my heart dropped when like when Gwen took her mask off, and her dad still had his gun drawn on her. When, well, he, when takes he was that still shot, about to yeah. take a shot at, yeah, her. like until Miguel takes the gun from him. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of. It was kind of heart wrenching to see like he's grappling between being a parent and being a cop, and ultimately he chooses cop. Right, and yeah. it's like well, ultimately he chooses parent. Well, yeah, but like yeah, in, the, in, in that moment, in that moment, the pain he's feeling for being lied to, the like stress of like the whole situation that just happened, the uh, stress like, of Peter's death on his the back yeah. of his head. He's got a lot going on where you understand that moment of lapse, or he's like the moment he is, let this training is, take over yeah. instead yeah, of emotion. He's, he's like, this is the control I can have on this situation, and I'm going to take this control. Um, and then he sees that that was a mistake later, and oh, it's just so funny. one of the one of so the best much of this yeah. so much of this movie while. of just people talking to each other is so fucking good. The whole <laughs> first hour is just Peter talking to his parents and his uh, uh, and uh, Gwen. Uh, uh, Miles. Uh, yeah, Miles talking to his parents and Gwen. And I could watch two more no, hours yeah. of it's, that before it, no. they start fucking web swinging. And and the attention, uh, a lesser movie would have had the scene where Miles is going to the party for his dad. Just be mostly static shots of him moving through save money, save animation. I get it. I wouldn't have blamed them for that. But the camera moves through the people of that party as he's oh, trying to sneak yeah. through when people are like grabbing him like oh what's up miles hey your parents are looking for you and then i don't know who that woman is but um the one who aggressively yeah. makes his mom give a speech uh, <laughs> he, and then I, aggressively so tries pissed, to dude. tear his shirt off his yeah neck. what the fuck was that she fucking goes up to him and just yanks yeah, his she's shirt like, down. oh cool shirt be ashamed if somebody wrecked your collar i guess yeah i, I will this... say it did make me laugh a bit because one of my theas is just like that okay yeah fair enough because like, yeah. like she's i remember her being very nosy and i saw that i was like oh my god <laughs> and adam was like well who does that and i was like yeah it's it's fucking insane there is uh there okay there's this scene in our middle school that people used to walk up and just randomly rip your sleeves oh, yeah, off of your PE shirt. And <laughs> it felt like she was doing something like that. Like she's a goddamn maniac. But like um, the the frenetic pace of that, when he's just walking through a party, yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's so good. And he's fucking moving through that party with the exaggerated swagger of the <laughs> <laughs> This game really makes you feel like Spider-Man if he were a black team. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but he, he, even yeah, so, he, well, yeah. 
even I, okay, sorry not chronological uh i just saw a tiktok <laughs> where uh at the very end where miles in the wrong universe but um reveals to his mom that he's a spider-man <laughs> spider-man in the theater this kid this dude uh when he pulls his jacket down he's like i'm and the kid's like he's black (laughs) 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 and I, I did a very similar thing the first watch around when um he was talking to his mom the first time um at the party and he's like i'm i'm a gay <laughs> like he's a, like he's coming that's out very, to his mom that's very funny because they just did a whole extended scene with him and a girl yeah <laughs> hey look white kings exist that's true yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but i mean look. you should have said bye not gay bye yeah. erasure's not cool I'm not the one who said gay. Okay? Uh, you're the one who associated it. So. I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of though, um, catch me laughing. there's a very um subtle thing. Well, I say subtle until there's the scene in the movie where they, if it is like true, slam you over the head with it. Yeah. But that um Gwen is trans throughout the movie. Yeah. She always has been. Um, because her dad has a handmade trans flag above his badge. In her room above her door mm-hmm, frame, mm-hmm. there's a trans flag as well. Um, and then later on in the movie where she has this heartfelt uh, conversation with her dad about uh, living a secret life as somebody else and Literally finally being trans- able to reveal it flag, yeah. to him, yeah. uh, the entire screen and her hair turn into the colors of the trans flag. <laughs> and also her spider outfit is just... Yeah, I mean, that was in the yeah. case in the comics as well. Yeah. That's still. always been her spider outfit, yeah. Um, it's just cool yeah look even even if like they don't ever like confirm that in the movies or anything they don't need to this movie this movie's so fucking good at symbolism like even the tiniest details you go through like um i didn't even notice this but one of my friends at work was talking about it um because uh he he has a puerto rican family and when the mom snaps it, it has the like a little um graphic of the puerto rican flag come up oh. and like yeah oh, cool. he's like yeah that's like they knew what they were doing <laughs> like that was exactly her. um and, and it fucking rules i i didn't even notice that and having something that fucking small detail like it's not like it's nice. a fucking little this movie this kind of movie is my favorite for um like uh you know there's a lot of people that love to go in and be like oh i yeah. love to break down and do All the easter egg 735 thing. easter yeah. eggs yeah. in this mo- this type of movie is my favorite to try to go through and break it down for well, myself yeah, and notice it, it because it's all meaningful symbolism, right? And, it's it's yeah. not. Oh my God! It's it's Glove Shido. He's standing in the background, <laughs> having a martini or whatever. God, Even though there's heaps of that in this movie, movie, that's just icing on this movie. Right, right. It's 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 a nice addition, but you can go through and spot actual fucking. Uh, and it's a it's a post I hate because it has done so much damage for media literacy. But the fucking <laughs> oh, the author says the curtains are blue. What they yeah. need to say is the curtains are blue. What the English teacher says, yeah. it represents this. Um, one, why would they mention they're blue if not the fucking if it didn't fucking matter? Yeah. <laughs> and it's two, so you build a. That's how interpretation fucking works, yeah. you moron. <laughs> but um, this movie is great for that because everything is so clearly yeah, it's there on purpose and it means something. Yeah, it's 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 all so fucking. 
It's all tasty. <laughs> it's all delicious. <laughs> mm, that's a spicy meatball. Mm, spicy meatball. Uh, I um, like that's the other thing that reminded me. Uh, another thing that genuinely made me laugh uh, when they were like, I don't know, I guess the vulture's Italian. Do you speak Italian? <laughs> he's like, I'm an Irish cop. I don't know Italian. Yeah, because like, maybe he's they, talking about pasta. They hear him yell something and then like, oh, what does he want? And she's like, do you speak it? Dude, I don't speak Italian. <laughs> um, and yeah, it fucking rules. Very I, will, I will say, I, I wish that one fucking asshole on Twitter who said, um, there's only three white people in this movie. That's crazy. Oh, fuck that guy. I, I, like, fuck that guy. I hope his leg yeah. gets caught in a pothole and he breaks his ankle. Yeah. Um, hey, and, and if we start taking off those masks, 90% of those are white Peter Parker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, yeah, probably. One of them's a car. Yeah, that Peter Parker car, guys? that guy counts. <laughs> Lightning McQueen is a white guy. Well, yeah, he's Owen Wilson. Is that fucking T-Rex in there? Yeah, it's I, 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 I leaned over to Adam and I was like, because I know nothing about the comics. I was like, is that, is is that, that a real you? Spider-Man? I was like, as far as I know, it's not. One of my fucking friends said that there is a fucking Spider-Man popsicle somewhere no, in this movie. I, I saw that on Twitter. Somebody blew up the screen. The shot, it's actually in the movie. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess we could talk about when the movie starts to pick up um action wise not like yeah. quality wise when uh the pacing starts to when they go up. to um I, I don't remember how to pronounce it it's because it's the portmanteau of mumbai Ma, yeah mumbai 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 although that yeah. sounds german um, uh it's yeah <laughs> mumbatang i don't know um the fusion of new york and mumbai uh, visually fucking cool oh, as yeah. dude i love the fucking yeah the freeway stacked on each other and everything it felt very um like sci-fi scene yeah, yeah. but with a I new was... like coat of paint on it and yeah. it was like yeah that that fucking rules um, i was thinking because like most of the time when it when it comes to like putting a new spin on new york right. or something it's typically you know, it's given a Japanese flavor. And, and I'm right. so glad that cyberpunk is. Yeah, is. I love that we got. Um... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. South Asian rep. Right, that. right. There's a lot of people um, kind of... Like, they kind of forget yeah. that that's part of yeah. Asia and that they can use Yeah, that. yeah. Um, it, it fucking rules. And, I mean, just... They don't even spend too much time on it, but imagine being a Spider-Man in a city with that many buildings. That would yeah, no, the way he fucking gets around looked like the most fun Spider-Man shit. Well, he dude, was doing fucking dude, tricks. The fact that yeah. you could to get around, the, he had to do fucking yeah. The cool fact that you could swing tricks. under fucking streets to like fucking go around, and there's so there's... many shit in the city. You get to stop and spin the classic like Spider-Man spin on a flagpole thing. No, yeah, like, I there's... was thinking, um. <laughs> when during that scene like oh my god like if we dropped if that earth was where all of the other spider-men were instead of instead of new over york they'd be an invasive fucking species <laughs> oh yeah there'd, there'd be, be so much, much cobweb and fucking, fucking around the city no, yeah, no, there wouldn't be like any normal people <laughs> spider-man <laughs> only because it'd just be yeah complete and total invasive takeover home. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it's crazy. It looks like the best Spider-Man city to get around. The fact that some of the buildings fucking jut out of yeah. themselves and have, are just like hanging Overhang there. over other buildings. Yeah, that you could just be like, we yeah. do see that's a very dangerous thing. You probably shouldn't no, yeah. do yeah, that. No. But, uh, we should make a um, Spider-Man game about that. I was just going to say I would kill for a Spider-Man PS4 game yeah, in that no, city. They, they were talking about... Um, there being in the spider-man game they're having like a similar theme um where to ratchet and clank where you swap dimensions mm-hmm. fucking quick and that was like a rumor of something that might happen in the next spider-man game and yes. while i wouldn't like it at all narratively for where that story right. is going and whatnot it would be so fucking fun to play it would be fucking rad as hell, it, like it, to be going from like those like from different city to different city like that and each one of those is as interesting as fucking like the ones in this like fucking new wave york how fucking everything's like this pristine like at first i was like oh this is kind of boring for new wave york because usually Normally it looks fucking rad and shit. the yeah. comics and then there's like so there's, there's ground lanes surface. and everything yeah. yeah it's this flat plane and then yeah you realize that it's a surface there's a whole fucking undercity under here yeah and that would fucking rule for a spider-man to swing around it because you always got a ceiling <laughs> off above you yeah that way you could um just do the old spider-man game shit where the or web you, just goes yeah wherever. you just yeah. shoot straight now. into the air 
Um, oh, fucking rules New so Ever much. York's moon fucking elevator train. Cool as fuck, dude. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? I love it being like, okay, but how can we take the fucking superhero train fight and fuck around with it? Let's send the train to the moon, I guess. Let's have it completely vertical. Uh, yeah, and it fucking rules. Um, Miles is lucky. Typically, Spider-Man don't have a lot of luck with trains. Typically, they get hit <laughs> by trains. Um, So he was lucky to get off that one. Yeah, he was unscathed. Well, Maybe it's, it's just Peter Parker's that have it's trouble be, with trains. It's because we learned that he's not Spider-Man. He's not a true yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't chosen by the web of destiny or whatever to be uh, a spider I will say... Um... Spider Punk, uh, cool as hell. Yeah, dude. that's that's Best where I was Spider-Man. getting. Okay, yeah, we we've talked about Spider Punk a bit, um, and I for one am very not into the character archetype of, oh, I'm the rebel. I play by my own rules and everything, and I'm look how cool I am for that. Yeah, um, uh, we talked about this just out of the theater. Typically, when a movie stops to tell me a character is cool. I don't find yeah. that cool. Like yeah. when um when there's an extended scene in Avengers Endgame, and I, I do hate bringing this up because it makes me sound like a fucking misogynist weirdo who hates Brie Larson. All right. I don't. I actually think she's fine. Yeah. But the scene is lame where they're like they have the various Avengers stop and say I like Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it, it it's like fucking, okay. Where Thor's like, I like this one, and yeah, Captain Marvel is a lame character that they keep trying to convince us isn't, and they're doing that by telling you to the screen, hey, she's she's cool. You you should think right, she's cool, right. like, okay? And it's like, no, make her do cool shit. Yeah, make oh. her cool, and kinda, then I'll think she's fucking. She just cool. kind of stands around and like those things, and I don't really like. She stands around and says tough tries to act tough and she's a laser sometimes lasers are cool though yeah um but, but, like, but when Spider- they do it with spider punk he's genuinely just the coolest no, yeah. Fucking yeah. guy in the world it's it's because they didn't make him an asshole they could have very easily no, yeah. made him like be like a romantic an asshole rival to, to miles. miles yeah and- but how, how instantly he was like yeah you're you're a fucking cool kid let me show you the ropes or whatever and it made him so likable right out the gate. And the fact that he was like, oh, fuck you to this, like the big organization, when the big organization is all these fucking spider people trying the good thing or whatever, even though they're wrong. Um, yeah, I do like <laughs> that Um, normally with that sort of character archetype, like, ooh, fuck capitalism, like you guys said, yeah. they're, they're usually the butt of the joke. Right. As- and- here he wasn't he wasn't ever really and um typically that sort of a obvious punk aesthetic Mm -hmm. the one he he clearly aping for his Mm -hmm. ordeal um is reminiscent of the sex pistols who were not actually a punk band they were a boy band that the label told to act punk and uh they suck ass (laughs) um um, but he pulls it off it's actually cool as hell when he like and you can tell like it's not just um it's not just an aesthetic no, yeah, flaring. Because it his punkness, I guess, um actually affects the story. He steals right. stuff, he helps when yeah. he makes like a new thing. Like he He even he, teaches Miles how to get out of the, the force field web thing. Which is the best fucking thing. His first like, thing is advice for fucking Miles on being like, Hey, if you want to do this better, try this. Which um yeah. you know, does he have that power? 
I don't know. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's the thing about being a Spider-Man who's black. You get electric powers well, too. It is a weird comic book thing for for some reason. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what I would say. Like Zelda too. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's weird. Zelda no, it's it's not a comic thing. It's like a fiction Everything, thing. Yeah. Well, because um, like I, I think it's I just really things. noticeable in comics because that's where the superpowers. Well, yeah, and I and I think it might be where it originates because. Mm um with the success of black panther mm. the dc comics wanted their own black superhero mm -hmm. and they made black lightning um and then he was sort of so influential in in the black superhero space um that he kind of influenced it and so now there's a weird through line a hereditary electrical power hey, i guess yeah look electricity powers are cool as yeah that's no like look all powers. of the all of the black characters who have electricity powers fucking rule static black lightning legitimately static is one of my favorite storm characters. black panther's kid from that new avengers movie that kid was cool that kid <laughs> fucking rules um uh, and funny they're both um prowlers hobie brown was the original prowler before aaron davis was even created Hell yeah yeah i do um, like my my biggest gripe with characters and media like especially animated media is that I don't know how to word this. Um, the character's personality is shown just through kind of like a very shallow, um, kind of only skin yeah, deep like what to... yeah, yeah, skin deep. Like oh, you know mm -hmm. this character is a is a kind of an airhead because right. you know their their character is very one note. But um, there's a lot of yes, there's a lot of tell with with Obi, but like there's a lot of Mm -hmm. showing too right i mean there's a tell... lot of jokes yeah there's... like i hate consistency I... yeah there's a lot of tell uh to uh, to his character but then there's the show afterwards to back it up right uh, right where That's they reinforce like, it he, he even specifically says it i was this cool the whole time yeah um, um speaking of being cool the whole time uh and hobie um lego spider-man no that's cool too but uh, <laughs> hobie the is best spider-man in the movie is animated in a completely different style uh mm -hmm. i was reading one of the the animators on twitter they were talking about it um he was and this wasn't always the case but for the most part he was three different layers of animation all yeah. at different times Ooh. doing different things that rules. Um, which is fucking cool yeah. as hell yeah um Which there was that, like cut out right set. right yeah there was a couple of um things where his art style specifically where it kept flip-flopping on whether or not i was like real into it or not that into it like during it's mostly when like it made him like i know a big thing in these movies are like oh each one of the spiders have its own style but it felt like he was so separated um, from the world around him and everything, like uh, when I, he mostly had the big boxes of color yeah. around him and everything, Wait. it felt just so. What's the word? So different for? that it was distracting. Yeah, Which I would argue is the point for him. That is pretty punk. Yeah, I and like fuck you like, guys. I don't even want to be on the same plane as you guys. <laughs> yeah, Not even and the same it, it dimension. Kind of, 
literally as in he was two-dimensional yeah. no like it, I'm, I'm not even on the same time signature as you guys you, yeah. get, you guys are on 14 frames a second and i'm on like fucking right eight frames right you guys suck but uh, yeah. I, I can see what uh, you're saying um but i, I but, think it but, works for that beginning shot of him smashing yeah through. i liked when yeah i liked when it was static shots that then it would get that but when it was in motion i didn't I really see that yeah. i didn't really jive with it but then it has shit that was like super cool where like um when uh they go into fucking they go into the shade everybody's in shadow he's just in grayscale with the um with he's what got, you know, like, the 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 half tone shading right and like i was like oh that's fucking cool um um i think i saw somebody say i forget where but they were talking about how um Hobie has changed the game um prepare to see so many cosplayers of him yep uh, oh because is, yeah he, he's cool as hell and uh yeah i know that it's like spider okay spider-man i love being a spider-man fan um but spider-man fans can get um pretty what's the word i'm looking for An annoying maybe <laughs> annoying feels a bit too far but um <laughs> uh but yeah they could get pretty um pretty out there we'll say yeah and there's specific spider-man fans within that um uh, uh that sort of go above and beyond and spider-punks are ready within that realm um along with like scarlet spider and um both of the scarlet spiders and and like a few other spider-man variations and whatnot after this movie, um, I think that's going to be pushed to the extreme a little bit. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, fucking Hobie, Hobie fucking rules. Um, but I, that does kind of lead into the area where my gripes of this movie start to come in. Um, where So basically the plot, um, the driving force of the... B plot, not really B plot. It's kind of the A plot of the movie, but like the B it plot. It comes of second, the, though. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Um, but um, it's basically the conflict between Miles and um the Spider Society or whatever you fucking call these guys. The Spider um, Police Force. Where the Spider Society. Um, a cab includes them. <laughs> where there's there is Spider Cop. Um, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> not spider cop rules dude. no spider cop's uh, definitely not black dude no cops you see his arms he's dead he's not <laughs> cops in spider-man and spider-man almost always rule well, i don't know about that uh, george stacy rules he's fine um, but they specifically say he's one of the good ones he puts yeah, on his badge because somebody who shouldn't well, I mean George Stacy over and over again. They wanted their cake uh, and eat it. Leary is not that cool. Just like the theme of the movie, they wanted their cake and eat it too. They wanted him to be a cop, but didn't want him to be a cab. Um, so they went out of their way <laughs> to make sure that he wasn't included. In but anyways, <laughs> the conflict of this movie stems from um, there needing to be what they call canon events that happened throughout they say every spider-man story but that's, we know they don't well that's it's a, name, it's a like, meta name yeah that's my one of my first issues is how meta of like 
of a driving force. Yeah, I mean, it's nearly a damn Rick and Morty plot. Yeah. yeah. Of like, we gotta um, keep the canon, which is yeah. another thing they say. Yeah. Um, which, for one, we already know that's not the case. There's so many Spider-Men that don't experience these. Yeah, don't have an Uncle Ben. Moments. Don't have a. Yeah. Um, it's like one but, of the first what ifs. What if Uncle Ben didn't die? Yeah. Yeah, but my main issue with this is I feel like the the people within the Spider-Man society or whatever, the Spider-Man team have a gross misunderstanding of what it means to be Spider-Man, mm -hmm. where the lesson that Peter learned from Uncle Ben is if there's anything you could do to try to help to you have try an obligation to, to do, do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which then... means that you should want to stop um, those canon events you yeah know? you'll always do what it. they and needed there's a, was there's, uh... there's a theme in this movie where kind of one of the themes of, of miles is like oh i can fight to do both spider-man every spider-man if they are spider-man they should do both right well, we i mean see that's that? what um uh Pavitar, he says the same thing when he's going for the bus yeah and exactly i could go for both um and... toby does that shit in the very first spider-man movie even if he's not su successful, Spider-Man's the one who tries. Right. Spider-Man yeah. is the one who goes for both. And yeah, he does in the very first Spider-Man movie. Fucking Green Goblin drops a fucking box full of orphans and Mary Jane. And he and doesn't like, I'll go for he both. doesn't fucking trolley problem. He doesn't be like, well, yeah, the box even though full it's of like orphans literally or whatever, a trolley. Right. It's it, it's the one it's the greatest good he goes no i'll i'm going for both no yeah and, and he, he gets it. it he he's fucking successful and that's because he's got fucking spider-man dude that's like, what it's all yeah. about and like, like i'm 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 fine with um the idea of spider-man like the spider-man putting the greater good over like moments like that like uncle ben and stuff right like you, that. you could argue that they are doing that responsibility they're just seeing it from the other angle right. of yeah. i have the responsibility to let bad things happen to me specifically right. if it helps other people but yeah but my biggest issue is not this many spider-man not even well, close to this many spider-man and and the argument could be made that they pick and choose which spider-man join them so they pick the ones that mm -hmm. have that same mindset but like Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, it's spectacular spe oh. Spider-Man should not be on board with that at all. Well, yeah. It's also uh, tiny. Maybe it's not the same spectacular <laughs> Spider-Man. No, but he would be tiny. Why would he be tiny? He's regular size of the show. Uh, he, yeah, but like the proportions in that shows are are all fucked up. If you but he's like it, five foot but, but if you take that specific art style and you don't translate <laughs> it at all. And you plug it into somewhere else, he's gonna be the same proportion. Scale-wise, he should have um, been taller. But yeah, that um that was like my main issue with this is um how much like I felt like not the movie, the movie very much understands what Spider-Man means. Right. Because the movie comes yeah. down that Miles is right. Yeah. Yeah. But how much these Spider-Men don't understand what Spider-Man yeah. is. Like and I feel you know? I feel like it I would have it would have been much better for me if the Spider Society was like at most 20 Spider-Men. And you can have that big fucking chasing of like, oh, we all gotta catch 
miles without it being fucking 300 spider-man Hundreds of them, yeah. and yeah. wow it was it's fun to be like oh look there's fucking popsicle spider-man and fucking spider-man yeah. unlimited and fucking weird josh keaton short guy spider-man <laughs> the burger everything. king spider-man meal yeah the burger king fucking spider-man while that's like fun and everything i felt like it was a bit damaging narratively yeah. i can agree like, yeah just in specifically a spider-man story like this is right these are all nitpicks to the character itself not the quality no the film story. is still great, really great yeah. yeah but but character writing wise it is a little strange the other thing and this is more of a, a fridge logic a, a a logistical error on their part i suppose is um does every single spider-man come from a world without any other superhero no yeah adam and i yeah. were talking about this like they're all just hanging yeah, around all just hanging out in the spider town do they have avengers like who's protecting new york yeah yeah assholes? no yeah we i was having the same conversation before who's protecting new york um like who why <laughs> uh why are so many of them just like fucking so chill about it i mean some of them obviously do um, have Avengers. We see Iron Spider in there who yeah, yeah. gets his shit from. And then Spider Ham, we know, has fucking other Avengers and stuff, and Spider Man Noir or whatever. Unless there's Spider Man specific versions. Well, because they, they are. Those yeah. guys are all different than the actual yeah. Spider Man Noir, Spider Ham. Because I guess that's true, because Gwen, Spider Gwen has, has Avengers, Avengers, but this, but this one, one doesn't. doesn't. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, and we see the consequences of a world without Spider-Man yeah. um, at the end of this movie. So, so the that all fucking, those hundreds of worlds should be at least partially like that. Yeah, they've dude, only got a part-time Spider-Man because their fucking Sinister Six is fucked up or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, and then another thing is because of that lesson that I feel like they don't except that they're not accepting and whatnot and not taking the right way. Miles is probably going to be proven right in this yeah. situation where... I think it's insane if he's not. If, yeah. If, if they still kill his dad in the next one... I don't think insane. it's his dad. My personal theory, little theory brain, Gwen's dying. <laughs> it's not so. his dad. I, like, I, I think, then, okay. Gwen's yeah. dying is a canon event too. Yeah, but I think I I think it's gonna I think he's gonna learn because Spider-Man, there is the lesson that they say it in here, but they're not using the lesson in the right way where you can't save everyone. But and that's what Aaron was. He had his Uncle Ben. Yeah, moment. that's that's true too. I he even had his Gwen I just, in first Peter dying. I just yeah. feel like this setup, well, it's not it's not the same. Uh, it might not be his Gwen moment. It could be his Captain Stacy moment. Yeah, probably. But it's not its dad. It's someone else that he's not well, expecting. Because why does it have to be a police captain? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Spider Man um, gets crushed in rubble and then murdered. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he was trying to save a kid. Exactly. The kid. Yeah, no, it works. Um, but I feel like um, the emotional. Uh, character arc and the fact that the arc was um, concluded and resolved with Gwen, I feel uh, like it's a lot of build up for that. I can and see, especially right. the foreshadowing of when the when a Gwen falls for a Spider Man, 
and she usually well. falls for Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, but like, I think if either his dad or Gwen die, it legitimizes Miguel's canon shit too yeah. much. Yeah, but I don't think, I, I think that's how it's going to sort of play out. I could see it, or yeah. It's not... But with, with one of them was definitely right, while the other one. But with is. all the talk of having your cake and eating it too, if you make two cakes. Yeah, because like that was my thought for this movie, where genuinely for the for the first part, you know, Miles is so confident saying, "Then just make two cakes." That for a second, I was like, "Okay, so they're gonna prove him wrong." But then have halfway through or three quarters of the way through, it's like, no. So it's he thinks he he can have his cake and eat it too. He's kind of proven wrong, and then he's uh, like, "No, fuck you guys! I'm Spider Man." If, if he's proven wrong, that might be a bit foreshadowing too. Because he said have two up. cakes, but he fucked oh, up both cakes. Yeah. I'm not so proud. Maybe <laughs> that shit was so funny, dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe 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 both cakes up. get fucked up. Hey, but that's a very downer way to end. Yeah, that next movie. His mom did but, say, "Come, come back up with us." No, you cakes. know, you know what. I could see your point. Um, other Miles is probably going to die doing something good, and that inspires yeah. other I, Aaron to be a good person. Yeah, I kind person. of don't Maybe that's think Spider Man. And I, I think that they're sort of they sort of painted uh, Prowler Miles to be a villain in this. I don't think he's going to be all that villainous in the next right. one. The Miles um, is good at heart. Yeah, I, I, I think that's gonna be I think that's gonna be like what the line is. Well, no matter the life you led and the path you're on, you're still a good person. Um I, I think there's gonna be a lot of playing around with that. I can see um, that. God, Prowler but Miles looks so good. He's so fucking, fucking cool. cool. So and this cool. and this is so cool because this is the fucking thing that the fucking fan base is like wanted forever the fact that fucking people lost their shit that they put a costume of it in the miles morales game um where it's prowler miles and this this is fucking off topic um (laughs) a good bit but so i was watching the movie um the first time and i caught on to the twist that he went sent into the universe because i saw the screen 42 and i knew he lived in 1610 and I was like, oh, yeah, because of the spider. And then he went, like, in there. And, like, it's if you if you're caught on, it's very obvious what's going on with the shots. Like, right, kind of right. mirroring each other. But, like, the it, rain it's, it's, stops yeah. with Miles, but it continues with Gwen. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty obvious if you're caught up. Um, so, like, I, I was, like, ready for that. But then Miles puts on a jacket. And my Instead brain goes. Instead of the red, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my brain goes. Oh, he looks off. What the fuck's up with it? And then I noticed it's a green and purple jacket. I went, oh no. <laughs> like my heart literally <laughs> dropped. And like it was both like it it was such a fleeting moment of excitement, how excited I was for Prowler Miles. But then my heart dropped immediately. Like it was so quick of oh he's in trouble now. <laughs> and I was so fucking excited. Um and like just fucking watching that. And me watching you just waiting for that fucking pen drop moment. Cause I, I don't think you caught the screen. No, I didn't read the screen. So yeah. I was I was saying they're waiting for that moment. I, I had considered you. that might be the case when they first because they, they hit the line hard. Um 
it reads your DNA and sends yeah, you to that yeah. one. And I was like, oh, well, the spider bite would have changed his DNA. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But when it finally was happening, I wasn't thinking about that. <clears throat> so it didn't tweak for me until his mom was like, what? Yeah. But um, yeah, there's so many good hints for that. Especially the theme that really sold it for me was when his mom comes in and she's got bright green eyes. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's he's he's yeah, that's yeah. Or um, the action figure that Gwen took out of its pristine uh, yeah. packaging and ruined its resale value um, and then left on the shelf. It's not there in the second one. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm, that's yeah, cool. that's cool. Again, maybe I should go back and rewatch yeah. this movie. Yeah, we'll rewatch this fucking movie. I So we have friends and family days the week after new movie releases where you can bring friends and family to new releases. I'm like, am I going to go watch this movie a third time? <laughs> it's this movie fucking rules um i'm sorry when his mom was just like do you shoot string at your culito <laughs> Miles was like, oh well, i had a nightmare that happened once. <laughs> and, but fuck, i haven't even talked about my favorite fucking character in this movie which there's a lot of good contenders i love fucking gwen i love um uh hubie but uh <laughs> <Hubie> halloween <laughs> Uh, yeah, he'll be Obi. <laughs> Obi. Um, but fucking Peter B. Parker. I loved him oh, in the yeah. first one. But one of my favorite things ever in Spider-Man is Spider-Dad. Yeah. And the fact that I got Spider-Dad in this oh, and Mayday man. fucking rules. That little crochet Spider-Man oh, mouse. So literally adorable, so much, yeah. Like, I, when we saw it, I was like, well, we got to get that for Mia, man. Like, yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, someone's got to be making that on Etsy pretty soon. Oh, they they, they saw the movie. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got to get to work. I'm I'm buying one of those, dude. Also, um, Ho Hobie just loves. Yeah, he was yeah. super into the baby the whole time. Uh, she's just little and okay. So she's yeah, cool. she fucking rolls. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. He shouldn't to... have brought her yeah. to the fight. I don't know why he would well, do no, that. He just brought her oh, at the end? Yeah, at the end. Yeah, no, he should have. Because in, get... in the middle of the movie, I get it's, it. He just showed just he was just bringing talk. his daughter to talk yeah. to somebody. But at the and end of the he movie... He wants Miles to meet his daughter. Yeah, he's going to a, a, a fight. A fight yeah. he knows is going to happen. Um, um, but like, we were talking about it after the movie. Um, he's the stay-at-home dad because the baby has spider powers he has to be yeah no. um, <laughs> and it's only they could get a babysitter or anything yeah no that's that's definitely fair. so where well i don't know why he made her those web shooting well that was dumb he even that said was... so himself. uh but yeah no she um, seems into it though she you know, she was yeah no, she fucking him. loves it no i am so excited to watch this movie with my niece because right now she is so into spider-man because of that little spider-man cartoon and um I was downstairs two days ago and I turned on Spectacular Spider-Man and she was fucking glued to the oh. screen and the Green Goblet shows up and she turns around and she's like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and like, her cartoon has uh, Miles and, and Gwen, Gwen in it. In it yeah. So she knows who those are and she likes them heaps. So um, um, I'm so excited to watch this movie with her and having mm -hmm. the little baby Spider-Man, I think it's a Spider-Girl, yeah. is going to make her like so happy. We were watching, so I was watching it today with her. <laughs> this is a bit messed up, but it, it was really funny because it's that childlike innocence thing. Um, but um, we're watching the show and it's the symbiote arc. That <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, Spider-Man's getting mean. And she goes, oh no, it's Blackie Spider-Man. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, don't call him that. Don't, don't call that. him that. <laughs> That's not his name. 
Venom. Can yeah, you say Venom? The, that's what I kept saying. She's really there is like an episode of Black Panther on her show, and she's real into Wakanda. She keeps coming up and she's like, I'm the king of Wakanda, and this is my vibranium. <laughs> and it's so fucking cute. I love it so much. That is the um, that's the the good universe version of that fa- infamous tweet of uh just after uh ruth bader ginsburg died oh my god uh, rbg where they're like uh yeah my um my four-year-old daughter came into me and was like oh my god uh, she died <laughs> and it was she put her hands in the wakanda pose and said ruth conda forever um, yeah <laughs> for, she said that yeah, you, she yeah, she said that? that to you. Is that real? Yeah. That's, the way, that's the made up shit you just wanted to say. <laughs> that fucking her. You wanted to launder your ideas. Ruth Can you imagine Kanda if you just did that? Yeah, if she came into you and said Ruth Kanda forever. <laughs> that might I might legitimately die of laughter if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's so dumb. Um uh one thing that I didn't mind because it was um told to me prior. So I, I walked in with the expectation of it um, was that this is a clearly part one of a, of a two part. Yeah, thing. yeah. Adam didn't tell me that shit. I didn't tell that to you. you Fuck you. You should have. You, you should have. It, it makes the blow way easier. Yeah, watching this the first time, um, when the movie ends, um, I felt so much disappointment. <laughs> Not in the movie itself, but. The fact so you that I to wasn't was just shy of a year or whatever. Yeah, I'm so glad that it's only like nine or ten months or whatever. If if it was like fucking 2025, I would have been like, well, well I guess I'll fucking freeze myself <laughs> until the yeah. next Spider Verse movie comes out. Put myself out. in a medically induced coma. <laughs> Honestly, like that might be the way to go. Uh, but yeah, um, it I get a lot of sense of disappointment from it, um, but not like unfulfillment because like because it's still a relatively satisfying conclusion yeah but um i i think its issue is where it ended i yeah. think yeah i think well because it, it felt like there were several points just minutes prior to where it actually ends that would have made for more satisfying and yeah while while the prowler miles and everything um like was was super cool to see and whatnot um the it starting up the scene of their interaction and then cutting it there made it uh, like a really unsatisfying place right where it's like there's the bit right after they send um uh gwen home where she's like i, I thought we were supposed to be the good guys that would be a good place we are end of movie fine yeah even before like after that a bit where he goes into the other universe and he realizes he's in earth 42 right and like right after that conversation with it with his not mom and then he realizes that and then like yeah you cut maybe if you want to do like he turns to the doorway and you see Aaron Aaron walks in yeah and then it's like Um, cut that would have been cool too or um even uh uh he goes to the wrong universe but you're not sure yet uh and it's just the spider-man standing by that welcome sign that looks fucking rad as hell yeah yeah fucking scarlet spider um fucking spider oh, no he fucking rule i love him okay i i am bummed out that they got fucking andy sandberg to do it because <laughs> then they just turned him into a straight joke 
I loved how fucking cool Scarlet Spider he looked. Was in this. Cool. Dude. No, he looked so fucking rad. His art style and then the lighting on it, especially when like yeah, it was like oh goofy when he's joking when he's like pose pose perfect pose but when he was when the camera pans down and he's doing that fucking scarlet spider pose that predator pose oh it looks so fucking cool oh man I, andrew it, has more of a fondness for the 90s era i i have a massive do. fondness i also like i did enjoy the jokes okay i did enjoy <laughs> the jokes of the 90s where like he's narrating to himself because that's like the fucking what you read in the comic right, book right. like that's what that's funny that's like meta humor uh-huh, that i'm in thing. on the joke yeah. but when you're like oh i'm I'm having a memory or whatever it feels like it's too much too mean at being the butt of the joke i'm like no i love this guy dude stop <laughs> he's a dork he's a dork no. and he i don't even know why he's in the society he's not he he, he's not peter parker well, if he yeah, exists but... peter parker's around because there, Peter Parker was like, no, this isn't right. So, and then the, <laughs> yeah, I guess that is the case. There, Peter Parker of that universe was like, no, I got yeah. I got to protect New York. And also, what? You could take that guy. <laughs> um, or or they came to him in the bit where he's pretending to be Spider-Man, not yeah. Scarlet Spider. Um, even though, I guess he swapped costumes after that. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah, that was my point. I'm not sure if I ever got to it. If I did, whatever, I'm repeating repeating myself um but uh if you like the hiccups that make you sound drunk that's funny yeah sorry you you shouldn't have called it out i was gonna repeat just repeat myself again and then now it's in um but uh the fucking um the fact that they were building miles is gonna be right about this so now all of those spider-men who have been doing this for a year and a half just watching Uncle Ben after Uncle Ben after Captain Stacy die, sit by the sidelines. They're just going to be cool with that. They're going to be fine with letting yeah, guess, all those people die. I guess they're going to. Um, because a guy told them it was okay. It had to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else did that? The Nazis. The Nazis <laughs> did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, I would be very Ariel, much on board with fucking <laughs> with spider punk dude i would be like yeah no, in orders i don't know spider-man should not be an army no no you're right spider-man shouldn't be a fascist yeah except for fascist <laughs> well yeah except for hydra spider-man but they should kill him no nah, hydra spider-man rules they should put him in front of a train every time he gets in an elevator he leans into someone's ear and says hail hydra until the one time he does it to cap who's not hydra affiliated <laughs> in that universe cap kicks the shit out of him cap kicks the shit out of hydra spider-man um but that'll probably call it for yeah for um, right now yeah it's it's a long movie we definitely missed heaps of stuff we probably wanted to talk about i know i'm gonna fucking turn off this recording and be like oh fuck i never mentioned this yeah i mean cool uh, ass fucking spot at the end when he fucking shoots out and he's fucking uh just this love crafty and cosmic horror of a guy and you're like oh fuck the live action person bits i wasn't super into oh yeah i didn't like that i really think they should have been reanimated i don't think so I know a lot of this movie is 
like through the lens of the medium of each universe right but i don't think that should be fully translated between live action it, and animated it just didn't look super good um i yeah i just don't think conceptually that's all that cool i think if they did like if they reanimated the um uh live action bits and made it look really realistic and everything um i think that would have been much better uh um, um, yeah i didn't like it uh, when... donald glover was in this he's cool yeah um, he's the reason miles exists Mm-hmm. Uh, which is cool. There's a, a a fun history there involving the show community we referenced. Yeah, where he wears a a Spider-Man T-shirt because he was in the running to be in Amazing Spider-Man as Peter Parker, but didn't get it. Uh, and then that inspired um the comic book writer to make Miles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, which like that explains why heaps of early Miles was just like. Oh, what if it's Peter Parker, but black? Yeah, well, Brian um, Michael Bendis, the guy who made Miles, um, he's an okay writer, but he's he's not the most creative. Guy. No, Miles, Miles, like Miles before twenty eighteen was such a boring character. Yeah, he was. There just wasn't just, much going on. He was just a reskin of Peter for everything he interesting he had going on was stuff that was taken from Peter and everything. But then the first, this first movie and the game came out on the same year and they both tried to do interesting stuff with Miles. And then they took those things and started reintegrating them into the comics and everything to where now Miles is stuff is better than Peter's in oh, the well, current yeah, comic. But look, world. that's not a high ball. Um, Peter's but, doing some, is some real, yeah, he's in some real muddy waters at the moment. I'm just saying, um, this these this movie I hope um and Paul Insomniac, is a canon event. Uh, um, there has to be a Paul in every universe. Yeah. Um but um yeah these two iterations of the character have done a lot for the character and I'm so happy that they it's, did. Yeah it's um but yeah uh we should probably wrap this we, up we should wrap it rambling up. on if you guys were gonna rate this movie um what would you guys rate the movie? I'm saying at least a nine out of ten. Yeah, I was at also least. gonna say nine out of ten. I, I think ten out maybe nine point five out of ten. I I've I've always said like, oh, I don't want to do ten because I feel like that's an insanely high bar. I think it re- this movie <laughs> I look a, another watch might push it up there for me. Who knows? Yeah. Um I think I will say I think if I was gonna pick one or the other to say which one I prefer. I think I would say I prefer the first one. Yeah, yeah. Only... we talked about this a lot just after, but the, yeah. the first one is a is a cleaner movie. It's cleaner and it's a contained story. Exactly. Um, and like it actually has a beginning, middle, and end. Um, and uh, I, I I just think that makes for a better movie experience. Right. Uh, but when the second one comes out, if it sticks a landing, uh, oof. Yeah. Well, look if. If somehow these movies manage to get better each time, uh, contender for best trilogy of anything superhero related. Yeah, ever. no, it's it's best superhero movie. Just period. It, uh, it, oh, fuck, I'm so excited, dude. I'm so fucking excited for the next yeah. one. All right, uh, um, yeah. If you have uh some something about Spider Verse, if you have a Spider Sona. You want to tell us about? Oh yeah, Spider Sonas. Those are pretty neat. 
<laughs> not like we have like a whole podcast episode about Andrews. Yeah, um, uh-huh. I uh, was doing it before it was cool. Okay, people. Yeah, I was doing it when it was late. Yeah, dude, we know, man. <laughs> um, if you have one though, because uh, one of them is actually in this movie. Somebody Spider Stone is in this movie. Yeah. Um, I would have you... killed for that shit, dude. <laughs> If you have one, let us know about it genuinely. Uh, you can do that at our email at the atomic email at gmail.com. Um, or our Instagram and other social media, but our first our <laughs> Instagram at the Atomic Android 2020. Uh, or our Twitter at Atomic Androids. Um, and uh hey, we haven't done it in a while. Um, but like it's kind of an important thing, and I think it's mostly from our laziness that we haven't done it uh but hey if you could share our podcast with your friends if you think now, if, you, if you think to, yeah that somebody else might get something out of our talking please do I, yeah um yeah share with your friends um if you could review us on anything um those kind yeah, of things whatever help. you're listening on stitcher deezer spotify apple um, Apple is a huge yeah, one, Apple's actually. A big one, yeah. Um, if you can review us, I, it doesn't even matter what you review, just a review. <laughs> yeah, like a one star, dumb shits. Uh, that's if, fine. Honestly, if you could go in and just write statements that aren't opinions, <laughs> like these are men, that would rule. Yeah, uh, two that. white guys, two <laughs> period, one star, two people talk. Um, I would love that. That'd be fucking hilarious. If I, if genuinely, if I saw a review like that, just out in the wild of of this show, I might frame it. I might frame that review. <laughs> I'd have to stop wherever I was and just take a seat. Um, uh, but but yeah. yeah, thanks you guys for listening. And uh, um, uh, yeah, uh, Sadie, thanks for being. Yeah, thanks on for the joining show. on. Yeah, it was it's, fun it's, uh, talking to you. It's always a pleasure having you around. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. As opposed to, uh, it's not a pleasure. Get get out that of. That would be insane. You're my girlfriend. <laughs> sitting in my room. <laughs> I I mostly meant it as I'm kind of tired of talking to just Adam for a hundred episodes. <laughs> it's it's nice this to get a, annoying. It's a nice to get another fucking voice in. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I I guess if you find Adam so fucking annoying, I I I guess I'll sit down. Yeah, maybe it would just be us. Just just the two of us. That's the show now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I don't know how much of that's going to get cut out. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. 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 Mom, I threw Your head look big. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes my head look big. All right, let's go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.